right here are you ready for some football your sports leader whs shelby wlon lincoln wcsl charitable gastonia Good afternoon, everybody, live from KTC Broadcasting Studios in Cherryville, North Carolina. I'm Kevin Hastings, along with my partner in crime today, and as usual, Hunter Yancey's uh, back in the house. Uh, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Hunter, did you have a good weekend? I guess. Yeah, so overall. Ahead, I guess I can ask you. Overall, can't complain. Can't complain at all. Just watch sports, sports, and more sports. Got a big weekend coming up this weekend, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, uh, so we got live uh, today and Wednesday of uh, the Shock Jocks uh, podcast here. Uh, Saturdays, of course, with Tom and, and Terry joining us for our predictions for football every Saturday and, and Sunday. <clears throat> and then uh, today we'll be going over uh, NBA Finals action uh nascar from talladega and we'll have some um eh, we want some nfl news and notes we're going to touch on because wednesdays we do our we do all the games in our in our power polls so we're gonna uh, we'll wait to that so and we'll go over the major league baseball playoffs uh they are they beginning today they should begin today right uh they begin, they begin today uh the atlanta braves hunter yeah oh I tell you what, let's start there, and uh, let's get you, let's get you all all fired up real quick. Um, you know they're playing in these uh, the bubbles, quote unquote bubbles, or um, neutral sites for the for this uh, for the baseball playoffs, Hunter. And looking at it, uh, the times have come across. Have you noticed your game times for the Atlanta Braves? I haven't looked at when the Braves play. Welcome to uh, the world of. Of uh, it's not degradation. It's um, I don't know the, uh, how people don't people don't look at you 
in a certain way. Um, basically, St. Louis Cardinals land in baseball playoff times. Now, midday. There you go. Yeah. Every day. You ready? Mm-hmm. Two o'clock. Why? Every day the Yankees are, are on at seven. Yeah. Well, eight. It's East Coast, so they can't say that's the reason. Hmm. The only reason is viewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going, they're putting the, the Dodgers and Yankees, who have the biggest cities, uh, on the viewers in late night and mm-hmm. uh, in prime time. So it, it, the, the argument can't be, Hunter, that they're doing it because of West Coast, because then the argument would be, well, you know, right. we you don't want the, the Dodgers playing at 4 o'clock, but who cares about the Braves? They can play at 4 yeah. all they want. Right. So that that's not and the see argument. That, it's obviously see, nothing it's unfortunate. about... It's unfortunate it's about, that they uh, do that, too, babies. because... Real quick, before you go... Wouldn't that I want because I want you to put this in your thought process? Wouldn't it help teams like the Braves and these lower market teams to be on prime time to maybe get more fans and sell more seats and sell more shirts? That or just beat everybody and make the World Series. Well, yeah, I mean, that I always you. winning always helps. When you win, it helps. What doesn't help either is the fact that they stagger the starts for these divisions. American League is starting today. National League starts tomorrow, but National League and American League both are playing on the same day tomorrow. So what do I mean by that? Today, the Houston and A's play at 4 o'clock. Wouldn't it be nice if the Braves played at 4 o'clock tomorrow? Not 2? Well, they can't do that. Well, why is that? Because Houston and Oakland plays again tomorrow at 4. Right. So why did that's what I'm trying to get at is... I don't like the staggered of it, how the American League will, will finish a day prior to the National League. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Because if you just play everybody in one day, then I'm like, okay, fine. I understand why Atlanta and Miami would be the first game and the uh, A's and Houston would be the second game. I get that. I get it. Because they're trying to fit four games in one day. Mm-hmm. But it makes no... I don't know. that. I think that bums me out over anything. I don't hate the fact that they play at 2 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. You can listen to it. You can watch it. You can probably put it on your phone somewhere. People that are at work. I mean, you can watch it. If you want to watch a baseball, it's the same thing we always try and tell high school FADs and stuff. If somebody wants to watch a game, whether they go or put it on their phone or on their television, they're going to watch the game. Does it just make you mad, though, as a Braves fan, that they're basically dis? That basically baseball is dismissing. They dismiss you, the, your fan the base, the entire fan base in general, uh, by um, saying, "You know what, guys? We're not going to make the Yankees fans watch TV at two o'clock. We'll make right. the Braves fans watch TV at two o'clock, which most people are working. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh, again, like, so you're supposed to, as a Braves fan, as a Cardinals fan, if they play at two, I'm not sitting there and watching the Yankees at eight o'clock. No. Are you going to watch the Yankees play at eight o'clock? I promise you, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, not no, watching. No. Listen, after the after the Braves game finishes, probably Keep close to around four o'clock. Yeah, I will not watch either any more of the baseball games that day. Yeah, more than likely, I will not watch the Houston A's game. I will keep up with it on my phone. Same with New York and Tampa Bay. I'm sure you're San more Diego and LA. San Diego. And that's LA. the only, that's the only one that I'm concerned with because mm-hmm. I think we win our matchup, and I want to see possibly who we get matched up with. Other than that, do I give a damn about the American League games? No, not at all. Now, now history is not with you guys, Hunter. Um, the Braves have only won championships, one in each city, and the Miami Marlins have never 
lost a playoff series in the history of the franchise. They get in it, they win it, boy. Two for two, they're going for three for three. You know what's funny, though? Yeah. This is a weird year, so none of that matters. That's true, too. This but is they, a weird year, two, none of that matters. They've won two World Series while you've been alive. Yes, they have. And the, and the Braves have they won, have. haven't won any. They won it the year before I decided to come into this world. <laughs> that, that didn't have nothing to do with your decision. No, it didn't have nothing to do with my decision. <laughs> but I'm saying this, Atlanta, like, sure, you can look at all that. And yeah. yes, it might make, to, to some people it might mean something. To me, it means nothing. You know, I look at how we played against Miami this year. We won two more games than they did when we head-to-head matchup, so we were over 500 on them. We didn't have a losing record against them this year. We hung 29 on them at one point. And I'm looking right here at this pitching matchup. Right now it says Miami is still undecided on who they're putting out on the mound. We know who we're putting out there. Max Freed. It starts in just a little bit, don't no, it? It starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. Well, after the New three York, or four days off, listen, it, why is there even a look, I'm looking. I'm looking at this right now. This is for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Miami has one undecided. New York has one undecided. And San Diego has one undecided as well. Do they not have aces? <laughs> uh, they might. They must be wondering whether or not it's worth it to pitch your ace in the first game. I don't see why not if we're going to pitch ours. Well, I've told you that my philosophy on that sometimes is that, especially in y'all's situation, so you guys have two things to think about with only one I don't want to say quality starter, but that you can rely on. If he go, what if he goes? And you guys are a great example in that first game. What if he shuts out the other team, mm-hmm. but you get shut out too? Right, it's a waste if you can't score. If you don't win that game, every game he pitches, y'all need to win. This is playoff time, and so mm-hmm. when you match him up against another ace, Hunter, look at it this way. What if I said this, Hunter? It's best of five, right? Let them pitch their ace in one, you pitch in two, however way, and y'all split. Aces win both of them, right? And then it's a, it's a hitting contest the last three. Yeah. I'm sure you'd feel good about that, wouldn't you? We beat everybody. Okay. In that hitting so, contest so at this that, point. that's what I'm kind of like, maybe you guys need to strategize. But, I, again, your strategy may be, you're not going to try to get him in three games, are you? We might have to. Is it, I mean, if we the, think the, I'm saying if we ske- think we're gonna lose one to the Marlins, no we want days, we though, want him is ready. The schedule available or, or going to be to do that? Because remember, in normal series circumstances, to be able to squeeze a three a pitcher in three times, there's there's off days, there's travel mm-hmm. days, so they're not going to have any travel days. So that's one thing I'm I'm wondering and concerned about, just with with all of the baseball teams in general, how they're going to uh, uh, handle that. Well, even if I, I've used this. As an example before, if we were to get into a tough situation, I could see us pulling up San Francisco Giants mm-hmm. and pulling him out of the bullpen like they did with Madison Bumgarner in a World Series. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, I mean, you're not going to ask him. You don't have to ask him to go six. You could ask him to come in and get maybe their top of the lineup done. If they have the top of the lineup coming around and, and it's still close, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? I, 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 seriously, some people might think I'm crazy, but I, I really don't have a bad feeling about this series at all. I really don't. I think that we can. I'm not. The Marlins might get one on us. I won't say that we're going to sit there and sweep the Marlins, mm-hmm. but we very well could. I mean, I'm looking here and past uh, the last few games of the season, we went three straight on them and lost the last one. And in those games, we scored 9, 11, and 5. 
So, well, here's the worldwide leaders' power rankings. I'm sure you're going to be excited about this. The way they <laughs> treated you in the last. I was about to say, do I? Do I? Does it look like I really care what they say now? They 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 have they are stupid to me when when 29 out of the 30 riders picked the Reds to move past the Braves. I was like, there's no way. So Dodgers are one. Uh huh. Rays two. Why should it be the Yankees three? The Padres. Padres three. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll read the brave stuff. Yankees four. Okay. And Atlanta comes in in the five spot according to the worldwide leader. Says what's changed? Ian Anderson looks like a real deal number two starter behind Free. Anderson has posted a one nine five ERA in six starts. And while he is a top-rated prospect, he was third overall in the 16th draft. His track record of 32 and a half innings in the regular season to 32 and a third. You can't have a half inning in baseball. Was limited. He was superb against the Reds with six scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and nine strikeouts. His repertoire is unusual in the day and age with a low-spin fastball and a low-spin curveball, but he does induce a lot of soft contact. What we didn't learn. Okay. Freed and Anderson look great, but it's what the Braves do after these two that might determine how deep they actually go in the postseason. Kyle Wright is the number is a likely three mm-hmm. starter, and he had a five two one ERA, although he finished with a couple of good outings. After that, it might be a whole lot of re- relievers, but the Braves also show they have plenty of depth in that area and might get by with a couple bull, bullpen games if the series goes the distance. So there's your Braves thoughts, Hunter. Well, I'm glad they gave us a little bit of credit. Now, who'd they put right behind us? Did they put Marlins in the A's? They got Marlins last. Last, I'm not surprised, because a lot of people probably didn't see them beating the Cubs, but nobody right. knew the Cubs were going to come out there and lay a big, fat goose egg. So, let's read the Marlins. Um, what changed? It says maybe the slipper does fit. I'm guessing they're talking about Cinderella here. Marlins are now 7-0 in franchise playoff series. Uh, they've only They scored only two... Of the 18 innings against the Cubs. Did I read that right? Two in the 18 innings. The Marlins, okay, they scored it only two of 18 innings against in their wins. Five in the seventh inning in game one and two in the seventh of game two, but they faced two good starting pitchers. See, that's what's so stupid about that three-game series or crazy about it. Like I said, Hunter, like we scored nine runs in a game. The Marlins and the Braves scored less runs <laughs> Yeah. In the whole series. In your no, we're two, moving in your, on. In, your, in, but in y'all's four wins. The other team did not score. Cardinals scored more runs in their loss right. than y'all did in y'all's four wins. I want you to think about that, too. The Reds in 20. <laughs> and, 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 like, and we're at home. And the Reds in, what was it, 22, 23 innings didn't score a run. Yeah. They didn't score a run. Yeah. I'm fine with that, man. <laughs> Look, a win is a win. <clears throat> Baseball, they don't, they don't say you have to win by a certain number. A yep. win is a win. Says timely hitting has been a key for the Marlins. They hit 244 overall, but 275 or 273 with runners in scoring position, Hunter. Does Miami have enough pitching depth? I guess well, the Braves don't, and they don't either. Um, well, if you definitely put it that way, if the Braves and the Marlins don't have the pitching depth and it comes down to a bat off, who I will let the riders decide who wins that, and then I'll tell them they're wrong if they pick the Marlins. <laughs> Because the only team that goes with us bat for bat, there might be two teams in our own division yeah. in the National League, and they're both playing right now. 
the Dodgers and the Padres. Bat for bat, they could possibly keep us. And I think the only one that's closer is the Padres. I think the Dodgers just, they can hit, but their pitching is just really stout. So they don't have to rely quite. Now, the Dodgers led baseball in home runs. I get that. We led baseball in, I'm pretty sure it was run scored. They scored one more run than you did. Did they? 349 to 348. We yep. were close. They beat you on the last day. <laughs> so, yeah, they scored one more run than you guys did. Uh, y'all gave up 288. Looking at the Marlins, like they have a minus 41 run differential <laughs> in 60 games. <laughs> and a lot of that came when we beat them like 29 to 3. Uh, yeah, there's 26. So, let's, let's make that a 15. So, they're minus 15. Uh, in run differential, so that's not as bad, um, but still they do. Hit, either way, they have a negative uh, run differential now. Now pitching wise, y'all gave up two eighty eight. They gave up three hundred four. Um, y'all's division gave up the most runs, I think, by far in baseball. <laughs> it looks like everybody had three hundred except for y'all, and it was got two eighty eight. So right on the money on, uh, there with that. But um, but yeah, you, you had the second most runs in baseball, uh, and they had two sixty three. The, the X factor to me in this game with the Marlins is who they talked about in their little summary or whatever of what they learned or whatnot mm-hmm. about the Braves. Is Ian Anderson going to be able to look like a solid two? People don't realize it if they don't keep up with the Braves because, like you said, they're not one of the big markets, so nobody really keeps up with them except this is Braves country. Most people that are listening probably know he is a rookie. Yeah. And he is being asked to fill a spot that Freed usually fills. I'm not saying Freed can't be an ace. I'm just saying Soroka is usually the one that's sitting there in your ace spot, and Freed is usually the guy that you're pitching game to. Now Ian Anderson got called up after the Soroka injury, and when he's come in, his first game was against the Yankees, battling Garrett Cole, mm. and handed Garrett Cole his first like home loss in, like, 30 or 40 games. So, uh, to me, I've been very impressed with him. The lights have not been too bright for him because he's pitched at Yankee Stadium and at Fenway against Boston, and both came out with wins. And he won now against the Reds in playoff time. So, as long as he continues to, let's kind of call it mature, like keep level-headed and and keep being like mature and and the youth doesn't show while he's on the mound i I feel really good about the one-two punch the problem is is after that kyle wright kyle wright he can he can be really good at and can be really bad it is the inconsistency part that i used to complain about with fultonelich even though i don't think kyle wright is nearly as inconsistent as fultonelich can be so i don't know what I do know and what I will speak on is this. If the pitching has started to improve, they're doing it at the right time. You know, we always say you want to peak at the right time and that who, who's got the momentum at this moment. Well, if it's our pitching staff right now, this is a great time for everybody to be starting to hit on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, so the Braves' first pitch is at 208, the first four games, Hunter. Um A's and Astros at four, Tampa and New York at seven. That's just that's wild to me why they did the same same times. 
across the board for them. That's such jackassness. Oh, for the a for American League, from, yeah, from they didn't TV. change anything. They didn't change anything for the American League, and then when the National League shows up, they're like, oh, well, Miami and Atlanta, you're going to have to play the really early game, and San Diego and L.A., you're going to play at almost 10 o'clock. Like, if you're a Miami fan, if you're actually going to go to the game, would you want it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when you could be on the beach? No. no. Miami should be at 9 o'clock. Put them at night. It's just stupid. So the Los Angeles and San Diego people, the, the West Coast teams, but, but you know, then you got Oakland and Houston, which will be – 12 noon on the West Coast. So it's it, This is 100% nothing other than uh, ratings. and uh, We knew that, so. though. Going into this, before the season started, they want the Yankees and the Dodgers. That's exactly what they want because they know the ratings will be out of this world. Two huge L.A. markets, probably the most successful team in L.A., not named the Lakers and the Dodgers, in a championship. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees, who is probably the most successful New York franchise in that whole state. So, why not? Why would they not want it to have the two big names late at night so that more people can have their eyes on the television screen? It makes perfect. Like you, you, We can both agree. It makes perfect sense, but at the same time, it doesn't mean I have to like it. I don't have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. To me... And I know they probably don't won't do it because of a time thing, but I'm looking at this and saying, well, why don't you just give a day in between? A day in between. You're going to have Houston playing at 4 o'clock and New York playing at 8 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, there's no days well, in between. Yeah, none of these. Uh, why couldn't you have done a day no, in between? No, they should have rotated them around. And, well, I was and just going to say, if you did a day in between, you could give then, if you want them to be the early game, Miami and Atlanta at 4 o'clock I or at 4.30. I just don't like it being... You know, for the fan bases and everything like that at all. It's just... Ah, it's, we it's realize... Not, it's not... A lot of these fan bases realize if you are not in Los Angeles, New York, or anywhere in Texas, you are going to be screwed. So, so you know... You, or, it, like, a Boston area. You know, they're thinking numbers, and so you... And we have this argument in the advertising business uh, a lot. Um, let's say, Hunter, you are selling um, Teslas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and would you rather show that commercial to Yankees fans or Braves fans? Yankees fans, more than likely. If you're selling <clears throat> hunting boots, do you want to sell your commercial to Yankees fans or Braves fans? That's stereotypical, but right. But, but this is how you advertising would think, works. Oh, I know it has to work. You got to look at the demographic and and, right. and you have to look at the regions. So what I'm yes, saying it, is, that it's, what it, good, you would say Atlanta, even though technically you could argue for both because how how large the brand of the Yankees is. How it's not just a regional thing, like mm-hmm. how Atlanta could be considered just a regional thing. It let the the Yankees right. is more of a national uh, brand. Who 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 does Brady advertise for? Who's his sponsors? Br- Brady has got Uggs. Mm-hmm. Um, truthfully, I can't remember. There's, really a, there's another high price like car brand or a watch brand or something like that, but all of his brands are extremely expensive, expensive. brands. Mm-hmm. So my point is, there is no point showing um, Maserati commercials to... You can show 9 million people Maserati commercials, but if those 9 million people would never buy it, it this doesn't matter. It. Yeah. It would be better to show the two million Braves fans mm-hmm. your 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 uh, hunting boots mm-hmm. as opposed to the Uggs. Is my point. And so, 
the TV networks want to brag about having more numbers watching. Well, whether the, what those numbers are, right? So, like, if you got seven hundred seven million elephants watching, or seven million people, or two million people, which one would you rather have? The two million people that can spend. Well, the then money. basically, but but then me and you can sit here and say, well, it's not the television stations that are. It's not the TV networks that are deciding when these teams play. It is. Well, <laughs> it's it's yeah, the advertisers it because they're saying, look, kind of sorta. If you want to, more people are going to be off work at night, obviously, East Coast wise, because that's where most of the major cities are outside of L.A. and maybe Dallas or or Austin. Are but, you having different advertisements though on the same network at eight o'clock as you did at two o'clock? Probably slightly different. Mm-hmm. Not too much. I, I the the point I was trying to get at is, is is you know the being unfair the the almighty ratings number isn't the most important number when it's not if if it's not valuable and that's what we try to tell you know some of our local advertisers where you can get on the internet and you can advertise on the internet go ahead to everybody but but you, but you don't know who's looking at who's it. looking at it where they're looking at it, it hundred if I spend a hundred bucks as I got a business here in North Carolina. Okay, mm-hmm. Abernathy Chevrolet. Let's say, or, or say, or Saturdays, Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge, right? Is it smart for him to spend a, a, a million dollars on advertising in Australia? <laughs> no. Or to be smarter to spend a thousand dollars in Shelby? <laughs> so that, that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm kind of getting at with these. Is that you know it, it's it's they, they they put it over there for the no, overall numbers, but maybe sometimes quant, quality is better than quantity. I guess is the theme of that. All right, Hunter, going forward from here, you, uh, who's you pick to be in it from the beginning? Uh, let me see. I got it right here. Uh, Atlanta and Minnesota. That didn't happen. Minnesota so who you got, got waxed. Who you got now to face um, your Braves? Looking at the Braves, I continue to have, believe that they can at least make the World Series. That is that is a head and a heart pick. I believe they can make it. Will okay. they? Cannot promise. But So I have Atlanta out of the National League. Since the Twins had to fool around and get swept, I like Oakland. I really like Oakland a lot. But I like Tampa Bay, too. And I think Tampa Bay will pose a big threat pitching-wise to the Yankees. Hmm. I'm going to go with the A's. I'm going to go with Oakland. Okay. I'd like to see the two A's battle it out. There it is. The two different A's. The Oakland A's. And the Atlanta A's. <laughs> what if they were like, yeah, we're changing your name to the A's. Sorry. Somebody asked me about that yesterday. Uh, well, what was it? Tom they said they're thinking about they changing the fan. Indians' name to the tribe. And I'm saying, well, my God, what are they going to do to the Braves? Yeah, I talked to a different. Well, from, from what I've seen, that the word Brave is okay for now. But it's the imagery or any, any of this That's stuff. what I've read. I've read that the organization we'll, is not does not plan on changing the name Braves we'll, anytime we'll, soon. We'll but see. they want to get rid of the tomahawk chop. And the only thing well, I Daniel have Snyder to, said he wasn't ever changing it, and it changed. So. That's it because just, they played with his pocketbook. That's what I'm saying. You never know. Oh, I know that. I know Tomorrow, that. Tomorrow, protesters might show up at, at Braves Truist Stadium. And burn the thing down because because of, they're called the Braves. As I say, you just never know with people nowadays. Listen, this is all. This is the only thing I have to say about it. <laughs> if they do that to the Braves, the Chiefs will need to be next. Need to be not. They will be. They need to be next. And then I'll let you go after the Florida State Hunter. Seminoles and see if you'll get away with it. 
Well, the, the Seminoles, Seminoles is an actual name. I know it's an actual name, but there's the, your native the there's your Native American imagery, yeah. the Seminole. The, Not only that, Kata- they're the ones the that started. Indians are actually called the Catawba Indian Nation. Mm-hmm. But the, also, the Florida State's the one that quote unquote so, started the tomahawk chop. So if you don't want Atlanta doing it, you better tell Florida State they can't do it. So Hunter, you're just overall problematic. Let's think, I, let's think about I think it. we've agreed. Think I think me and you have agreed now <laughs> that it seems you cannot just have a nickname at all because they're all problematic. I, I know, I'm saying you are. Hunter Yancey and himself is problematic. Why am I problematic? <laughs> so, is it because I'm a white male in America? Well, that. But you, you think about the uh, the teams you pull for. <laughs> two of them have already changed their name, and one of them, and two of the other two are being threatened to change their. Two names. of them have changed their name. What are you talking about? Oh, Washington. The the, yeah. But we got a. We're probably. We've got to be Hunter, the only North Carolina radio show with a Wizards and a Bullets jersey in here. Right. We've got Tar Heels, Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Brown stuff in here. Everything. Uh, yeah, Philadelphia 76ers, Sunbelt Champion t shirt. <laughs> it's just all over the Miami place. Miami Dolphins here. helmets. So it's just all over everything. But, it's just all over but the yeah, place. So in you're, here. let's think back. So Hunter likes the Redskins. They have changed their name to the Maryland football team. The Bullets, because that scares people, had to change their name to the Wizards. Now the Braves, and then Hunter's also a Tar Heels fan, which that name originated during the Civil, basically during the Civil War. So, but but for reasons that don't have anything to do with anything. But (laughs) it's my fault. When you're 45, I know when Hunter's 55, 60, he's gonna be talking to his grandkids and be like, "Kids, I used to pull for four teams." Don't even exist anymore. (laughs) They might be in the same spots, but they don't even exist anymore. Yeah, like it's funny though when I see it's um. Did we miss anybody? I don't think baseball, basketball, no, no, uh -uh. that's it. Are you a a Chicago Blackhawks fan? No, hockey. I'm Uh -uh. just trying to figure out where you land on (laughs) hockey wise. I'm not really a hockey like diehard hockey fan, but I'll root for the Hurricanes. That can be problematic. It kills people. God almighty. It's a natural disaster. Just a sec. It's a natural disaster. That was there's been some arguments on that, um, about whether you should name the team on the natural disasters thing too. There's actually been arguments over that too in the past. Whether hurricanes, know, cyclones man. like Iowa State, um, I don't think there was, it seems like there was another. Or, or, well, or that's what, what did we what did, what have we said multiple times? What's the point of even having a nickname now? What's the point? Yeah. I, I don't quite understand it. Like, what's the point? But looking forward to the more other matchups, Houston and the A's that again starts today at four o'clock. New York and Tampa Bay starts at eight o'clock, and then tomorrow, what we were discussing, unfortunately for those Braves fans, if you are in fact working during this time, the Braves will be playing against the Miami Marlins at two o'clock. Houston and Oakland again will be at 4.30. New York-Tampa Bay game two will be at 8. And then San Diego and the Los Angeles Dodgers will be playing at 9.30. That is your baseball for NLDS and ALDS. So far, because I chose the Twins coming out of the American League, just didn't work out that way. They ended up getting beat. So I had to switch over. To the A's. So my World Series pick now is the Atlanta Braves and the Oakland A's. And I just wait to see which one of them gets beat first here in the divisional series. So I got Padres and Rays going forward. I had uh, the winner of St. Louis-San Diego against the Rays. And we'll hope the Dodgers don't throw a wrench into that. 
Um, all right, Hunter, any other notes on the baseball? Nope. Um, uh, anybody other than the Dodgers and the Yankees? Woo! Here we go. And the and the Astros. <laughs> can't let them. You can't let them do it. All right, Hunter. NBA Finals. Heat and six, right? No. Heat and six. No. 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 Heat but heat and seven. No. But you have no faith. Did you see what happened the first two games? Like it just like they just didn't. It's not yeah, like they just didn't happen. That's exactly what happened first two games. What I told y'all was gonna happen. No, don't go there. No, 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 no. In the first game, no, 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 no. The Lakers shot twenty-seven free throws, and the Heat thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Twice as many free throws. Okay. <laughs> and they won by like twelve or something like that. Okay. Like pretty much the exact same number. Okay. This is easy easy to figure out, Hunter. No. This stuff is very easy to figure out. In the second game, the Lakers took, and I don't know how this happened, just looking at the I've been looking at this box score for three days. They took 20, I think, seven more shots. Like, think about what I just said. About 20, 27 more shots than the other team. Mm. Like, even if you said, I stole the ball from you 12 times and you got none, I still got twelve. I got I got twenty four shots. I got double those shots up. I don't know how that happened, but anyway, defense. Uh, the length of the Lakers. So with Butler winning, does he not? Uh, with Butler winning, them winning last night, he sprains his ankle in game one. In game three, he wins without two starters on the court. Mm-hmm. Does that give the Heat hope? For the series, they, they can win. Uh, they can win with that. Yeah. They, they don't need. Listen, they the just only, proved that the they only reason I said that the, I was saying no to you saying the Heat were going to win in six mm-hmm. and the Heat winning in seven. I'm not saying we still can't get to six or seven. I think we still can. The only problem is apparently Goron's injury is actually pretty pretty substantial. I think it's a tear to his plashar in his foot. Mm. So, not sure if he'll even be able to, you know, if he even tried to go out there and run on it, it would probably be so painful. So, why why even just, try that just, going forward? So, to LeBron's me, pay, played an eight seed, a five seed, a three seed. A five seed. he gets a seed. five in the, in the five. What was Houston? Four or five? Houston was a five. Houston was a five. So, they got, so they went eight, five, three, five. Mm-hmm. They haven't played a one or a two seed. And, and in the finals, two, two out of starters. three starters go down. Two out, I'm sorry, two out of their five starters go down. Bam, I don't know how Bam's situation is. I would just love to watch some competitive, I would, now competitive listen, basketball. Listen, as mu- I, Skip gets on my nerves every now and then with some of the shit that he says. I'm not going to lie. But Skip made a very valid point this morning that I didn't know because for people that don't know, the NBA Finals ratings is at like an all-time low right now. Yeah. And there's a reason why because I have just other things that I'd much rather watch in these games. So I'm sorry if I do not keep up with all the statistics. Well, but you know what? what I was going to say, though, is so Bam is their leading rebounder and their leading assist man and their guy that leads them in blocks. And Goran Dragic is their leading scorer. Mm-hmm. And they're both not in this series. Mm-hmm. And they lost last night. The Lakers lost last night. Skip was going crazy saying this was the greatest upset in NBA Finals. And you know what? He might be right. I think the Heat. Uh, what? What? If the Heat wins? No, just the fact that they won the, won game, the game last night. <laughs> just, a, just winning an Shut NBA up. Finals game. Shut up. Then upset. Shut you, up. They're not that. This ain't the greatest Lakers. Th- you don't. Hunter. 
Jimmy Allen, Butler, Allen, who sometimes has Iverson, scored in these playoffs eight Allen, and six. Iverson. Allen Iverson's team beat a way better Lakers team than than this team. And that heat this heat team's deeper than that Philadelphia 76ers team. If they're going one game, I'm calling that. Let, uh, it's a, yeah. I'm sorry, did two out of their five starters get hurt and not even be able to play? All right, Hunter. Their leading guy, the, the guy that leads them in points, guy that. that leads them in assists and that. rebounds and defensive yeah. blocks. Yeah. They didn't play. Name me two other starters on Iverson's team. Matumbo. That's one word. I said yes. name me two other starters. You know who that is? Yeah. That's one. Yeah. I can't name you another one. <laughs> So you're so you okay. Point. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. But you're talking about something that happened in the early two thousands. I know. Okay, I know. and then we're talking about, and then you're like, "Well, name me two starters here." Huh. Well, I mean, I can't help we do that because they're Butler's playing right missing now. Missing two starters. My point is, you can't even name the starters on the Sixers. If they were missing four starters, you would only know it if the Kim because the Kimbe wasn't playing. <laughs> that team wasn't that good, Hunter. And this put it this way: this Heat team is probably better than that Sixers team. And that Lakers team was definitely better than this Lakers team. So I can't go there on, on that one. I understand your point that the guys were hurt. In the, in the, the guys were game. hurt. Jimmy Butler went out there and dropped a 40-point triple-double. Mm-hmm. Who And he does it without shooting. and or well, I don't know if he shot one. Without scoring a three-point shot in a three-point heavy league, which mm-hmm. is crazy, against Anthony Davis and LeBron. But I will say this. You have Anthony the, Davis did not show the hell up last night. You ready for this? He had 15 points. That was it. I'm going to make you and Chris Nelson lose it on this one. It helps when you have the greatest 20-year-old basketball player in the history of the NBA. Tyler Hero. <laughs> <laughs> the youngest starter in NBA history yes, in the finals. I know. He cooked. He straight cooked Kimball Walker see, uh, for, you see, for the you see, Eastern Conference You see him finals. put that three in LeBron's face? Yes, I'm telling you. The greatest 20-year-old basketball player in NBA history. <laughs> Maybe the most successful. I don't know. I don't know how to put that. That's so funny. I know what you're saying, but yeah. like, I don't know how to put that. Because it's easy to just say, sure, he is the youngest to ever play right. in the finals. Right. But right. he is balling. Yeah. He is playing really good. Yeah. I don't imagine. Which is good. Won it, but Hero is younger. Which is good, but. <laughs> okay, Hunter, if the Heat win. With no Goran Dragic and Hero averages doing does what he does. We move off Goran. <laughs> well, not that I'm just saying. Oh. Like, where where do we rank Tyler Hero's performance in the pantheon of Finals performances if they pull it off? Well, and seeing, he ends up starting. What do you mean the if youngest. they pull it off? They like, won the championship. Okay, I was gonna say, wait a minute, because they always you were talking about they won one game. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm just, <laughs> I said got upset. Now I didn't say it had to win the whole series, All but. Right. Just upset. Yeah. I mean, what was it? I think the Lakers were almost a double-digit favorite last night. Could have been. To me, for Hero, because you'd have to look at his, like, what he did throughout this whole series, because that's what every LeBron sexual will tell you about what LeBron did during the finals when they played Golden State, where he averaged a triple-double. I'm like, but you lost. But you lost. And it's the same thing you could say here. Well, what did Tyler Hero do throughout the whole series? And it's like, at the end of the day, no one's really going to care because, first of all, he's not LeBron, and two, they'll they'll more than likely lose this series. He's a hero. He's playing good ball. You can't say he's not a hero. He is playing good. Oh, God almighty. He is. He's a hero. That's all I got to say. He's my new hero. He's playing very good. He is. For the circumstances, going against – his nickname a top five player of arguably all time in LeBron. 
right, and Anthony Davis, who might be the best player in basketball right now, His while KD should, hurt. Be, should be uh, the Foo Fighter. You like it? I am. You like it, Tyler, the Foo Fighter hero. I'm just saying for him. What I was getting at though is he's not shied away from the moment. What about three foo? I don't know. Duncan Robinson's just as good at three from he is, than Harrow is. He oh, is oh, he's ancient. The way he's, that, he's decrepit. He's he's done. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Hero's the, he's he's twenty. He's the, he's the champ. He's 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 the hero. Hunter. Uh, Duncan the, Robinson was an undrafted free agent too. Think about that. Here's your stats from the other night, and I do I did have a quote where I wanted to. <laughs> I, you mean I last night? The, yeah, I don't have the exact quote, but I got the gist of it. Um, so Butler last night with 40. 40, uh, 13, and 11. Tyler Hero with 17. Uh, Duncan Robinson, 13. Kelly Olenek, 17 points last night. He can stretch the floor. So Three-point shooting man. He, 12 for Jake. But that's, I think, the only height that they had unless they put Myers Leonard in at some point. Leonard started. That, why didn't they do that <laughs> from the beginning? I know they have Bam, but that's the height that we were talking about. So, so here's what they did. Leonard started only played 13 minutes, and Olenek got hot and played 31. Okay. So, so that that's how. I would be fine with that. Just roll with the hot hand. I'm pretty sure every team does that. Iguodala had another MVP-type performance, Hunter. He had two points and kept LeBron from winning. Doesn't that mean he's the MVP? That's how, they did, the, that's how they did in Golden State. They kept that from Steph Curry, <laughs> which I will never get over. I will never get over that. So where was AD last night, Hunter? He AD? only shot nine. Where shots. was AD? That's what I'm saying. Hell, I don't know. You go from two free throws. The, you go from the, the two games like thirty before, and thirty to fifteen. The two games before, I think he got fourteen and eleven free throws. Maybe I'll pull them up. But uh, and then last night he had two free throws. He disappeared. Lakers were twenty-two of twenty-nine from free throws. Still took six more free throws than the Heat, and the Heat pulled off the victory. Heat, they made more three-pointers and free throws in the Heat. The Heat made seven more two-pointers. Uh, they were 41 of 80. The Lakers were 34 of 79. So the Lakers did better at the line and the three-point line. The Lakers had 43 rebounds. Uh, Miami 37. So they out-rebounded, out-three-point shooting, mm-hmm. out-free-throw hunter, and got beat by 11. Yeah. Nothing will make nothing will burn me up more though than watching them at the end of that game. LeBron with ten seconds left, just walking right off the court and going straight to the locker. That's kind of weird. I don't. I don't know. What that was the, weird. What did you see, did you see the Lakers it? and Vogel basically scrambling to just to get the five players on the court just to inbound the ball? Yeah. Um, I don't think he would have did it if he would have known that they would have had to sub for him. I think he thought the time was running out and just walked off. In that, but he looked like a giant jackass. Yeah, he looked like what a huge had, jackass. Well, every well, every single one of them. I think the only one. I think <laughs> he maybe okay. I think. I think maybe Anthony out. Davis didn't walk off the court, mm-hmm. but LeBron did. Like, he I like turned. He turned and just straight walked off the court. <clears throat> I was like, damn, dude, damn. But did you see? Um, they were talking to Jimmy Butler after the game, and uh, in this post game press conference, and that one woman asked him. She said, "So I just wanted to make it clear, like we're, you were talking, you were trash talking with LeBron, weren't you?" And he was like, "Yeah, I was trash talking." And uh, then she asked him another question, and he came back and said, and it was the part when uh, that you know everybody was making a big deal in the fourth quarter. He said they're in trouble mm-hmm. to one of his teammates talking about the Lakers, and and, and I like the fact that he came out and said this because I didn't know this. He said, "Well, I don't want this to come out and like sound like basically essentially he was saying I don't want you guys to think I was just talking trash the whole game, being an asshole. 
That's, he didn't say that, but that's what he basically was saying, the gist of it. Because yeah. he said, LeBron said in the first quarter they were in trouble. He said that, basically saying that the Heat were in trouble. He told me that he said, LeBron told me that in the fourth, first quarter. He said, so when we were winning, I told him that in the fourth quarter. And I love it. I love it. I love every minute of it. Jimmy Butler is absolutely just getting... He is trying so hard to elevate this team by himself. So, so you have you have to respect the effort that they has. I he's not the most talented guy on the floor, and he might not even be the most talented scorer on his team. But man, he plays hard. Man, he played all forty five minutes last night. What's this? How about in game two? Olenek had twenty four off the bench. He is straight killing Anthony Davis. He's got is it power forward? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. If they put him on the floor while Anthony Davis there, or if they well, he played thirty one minutes, he had to be out there at some point. Well, yeah, I'm last night. I'm saying last no, that's night. Game yeah. two too. Oh, he's I played, guess so. He played thirty seven minutes. How in many game threes two. did he hit? He's a stretch four. Uh, he he was three of seven in game two and three of five, so he made three in both games. Okay, I mean, so he, he's hitting them. Yeah. I mean, what for what he's taking majority of the time he's he hitting lo- them. Heroes had seventeen in the last two games. Duncan Robinson has nine and thirteen in the last two games. Myers Leonard had uh, seven in both games. What's funny about these two games, Hunter? Here's the difference: they lost with one hundred and fourteen, and they won with one hundred and fifteen. Damn, twenty point difference from the Lakers. They're scoring. The uh, I think what I want more. So the Heat's do Heat's getting one fifteen. Oh yeah, they're they're playing consistent. The Lakers just did not play their normal ball last night, but what I think would really help the uh the Heat in this next game, I need more Jay Crowder. I never thought there'd be a day when I literally said I need more Jay Crowder. I need more Jay Crowder. I need him to be a little bit more consistent from the three-point line. Uh, I need him to just body up and take it to the rack sometimes. And I think that's one thing that the Heat really aren't doing. I know they said they outscored them from the two points, but mm-hmm. they didn't They didn't get to the free throw line, which is obviously apparent. Which, if the ref would blow the whistle. Right. When the, the, ref, shoots, the ref needs to just not swallow the whistle. If you're correct. I shoot ten more shots in the paint than the other team does, but they but get they ten more the free line. throws. It basically bl- b- evens it out. It's like, what, what is the point? What are we talking about? I know, I, and I agree with that. So if I will say this, because me and you probably know it's not going to happen. If the refs do not swallow the whistle, I think the Heat can win another game. I don't know if they just straight <laughs> up win the series. But they can definitely win another game if the ref doesn't swallow the whistle on when the Heat go to the basket. Because what it's the one thing that is going to hurt the only way you're going to hurt the Lakers is if you get an AD or one of the other big men in foul trouble and they're not just so damn big on the floor. Kyle Kuzma coming off the off the bench is so inconsistent, you can't really rely on him. If you want to let Rondo just go ahead and try and tee up threes, fine. Let him. You can't let Kentavious Caldwell-Pope do that because he might catch fire. Okay, I get it. That's fine. So the only other one you have to worry about is LeBron and Anthony Davis, which is what we said from the beginning. If you could... Even if you just let them get theirs and play hard against all the other role players, you have an opportunity. And I think that's I think that's how the Heat can have an opportunity in this next game. It, to me, it is still just going to hurt with no Goron and possibly no Bam. I think even if they just add Bam, because I think Goron's done for the series. I don't think he plays. If that's the case with his foot, there's no way I try and risk it. I really. I, but if I, they get Bam I back, I thought they had the shot to win it with both of them in the lineup, and then yes, 
And then after the first two games, I was like, eh, NBA's not, they're messing with you. But um, looking uh, in game two, Hunter, Well, think about that. Though. The Lakers they shot were... 20, listen to this. In, in game two, the Heat had 71 shots. Lakers had 97 shots. 26 more shots. They only had, like, again, I looked at the rebounds, only seven more rebounds. So for every uh-huh. for every extra rebound they got, they got they four, four sh- more shots. They had... Per one rebound. The Lakers are so tall, though, they just get their own rebounds. But I just gave you the math on it. It's not true. They all got seven. How do you get four shots out of one rebound? They averaged four shots per extra rebound. <laughs> Where's the math on that? I need someone to, to write up a war a war uh, no. equation for that to try no. to explain that one away. No. I just, I honestly, you know, I could see, you know, a team making 10 more shots. I will than say somebody, this, though, from last night. 26. From last night. The fact that the Lakers did outshoot the Heat from the three-point line really, I, that surprised me. Yeah. I said the whole time I thought the better three-point players were with the Heat. Um, I, That just really surprised me. Well, your main playmaker is not on the court, Hunter. Dragic no, is your Dragic, driving kid. Yes. No, he's not on the court. So hmm. he's your he's your. Not only that, kid. he's one of their more consistent three-point shooters, too. Mm-hmm. Outside of maybe Harrow. Duncan Robinson, of course, and Jay Crowder, because he, I think that's what makes it so impressive last night that Jimmy got 40 is, I mean, he didn't, I don't even know if he took a three. He can't hit threes. Of course, as soon as you, as soon as you asked that, I clicked And not only it. that, <laughs> he guarded LeBron. Yeah. He did that all while exerting energy on the offensive side and on the defensive side. Right. Now, is he going to be flat dead in this next game? Maybe. He's just wore out. So I'm going to give you a choice on this. Either NASCAR today, and all, and then all football Wednesday, or college football today, Ooh. and NASCAR and NFL on Wednesday. I love college football. Well, and I, me. you know what? I think we do college football today okay. because it's not one of those things where like there's a game on Monday night okay. and we can just do that. So let's do college football today, NCAA football. Let's write that down. So I know we're going to talk about this Saturday, Hunter. You're high. Hey, did, did you did you did you see the rankings? I've saw the. I have seen have the seen, rankings. Have you seen the rankings? I have seen the rankings. If I if if I ask this question, I want I want, I want your answer. Mm-hmm. If North Carolina played Georgia mm-hmm. in a bowl game, what would the score be? It'd be a lot to a little. Carolina would kill them, huh? No. Because after what I saw Georgia do to now, write down the score. Auburn. What would you, what would the score be? If Carolina, all right. And Georgia played for the right to go to the championship game. They both Carolina upsets Clemson. <laughs> Let's don't even think about that. Just say Carolina versus Georgia, Hunter. They played this weekend. What would be the spread? Ten. Ten? Maybe ten and a half. Wouldn't be more than that? I don't think it would be much more than that. Mm-mm. How many yeah. did y'all beat Auburn by? Huh? How many you beat Auburn we by? We beat Auburn by a damn lot. Twenty seven to six. And they were number seven. Mm-hmm. Carolina beats Boston College by four points, and they're now ranked eighth. Yeah. <laughs> I told you Saturday this was going to happen. What a dumbass Because sport. there are going to be teams in front of them that lose, and you cannot penalize a team for winning. So, therefore, they moved up. 
You oh, cannot. Oh, what a dumbass sport. But anyway. You uh, just you just can't, you know? You just can't. They're sitting at 8. Miami is sitting at 7. For some reason, 0-0 Ohio State is sitting at 6. I mean, okay. And Oregon is 12th, 0-0. The problem that I have Penn State's are these nine. yes? Are these Big Ten teams already getting put in the rankings and they haven't even played a football game? That's the problem I have with it. Now, and another thing is the fact that it's only going to be eight games. So how are you going to put possibly an eight? Say they go eight no, an eight no Ohio State team, and let's just you know what? Because look at the schedule. North Carolina's schedule is very favorable. They only <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes, they That's only the easiest they, schedule I've ever seen. They only play. <laughs> Virginia, te- or I'm sorry, they only play Notre Dame, and I think the only other ranked opponent that they play is Miami mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that they lose those two games, but but win the rest of them. Who? How are you to put an eight and O team in Ohio State who didn't nearly play all the games over a ten and two North Carolina team? Easy, not easy. Easy. It's not easy. It's very easy. The same <laughs> thing can be asked about Georgia. Georgia has got a murderer's row right. schedule right, right now. So say they lose two of the ra- against two of the ranked opponents that they play right now, mm-hmm. and they're playing an eleven game schedule, or I'm sorry, no, just like a ten game schedule of nothing but SEC schools, mm-hmm. nothing but SEC schools. How could you put an eight no Ohio State team over possibly an eight and two Georgia who has probably better quality wins? See, that's why I don't like if these schools are going to come back and play these seasons. The Pac-12 is going to come back and play seven games. Mm. What the hell? Why can't you just play the ten, maybe an, a 10-game schedule? Like, I just don't understand that. I mean, because I'm looking at this, too. Pac-12 schools getting ranked. Oregon. You really think Oregon is going to be better than a lot of these SEC schools? No. They lost their they lost their starting quarterback that was there for four years know, last year. Kinda, that's kind of weird, him being out and them being ranked that high. I mean, the only one that you could argue would be Ohio State, but that's because more than likely they will win the conference. They will more than likely win the Big Ten. Ohio State is an SEC school up north. That's exactly what they are. They recruit heavy down south and get all the best players. So I just I just don't know how these school how these conferences can say we're going to come back, but we're only going to play like seven games. Say so what's the point? You know, if every if your normal season is 12 games and everybody else is at least trying to get close with 10 and 11 games, ACC's playing 11, SEC's playing 10, Big 12, I'm not sure how many they're playing. I think they're playing 10 or 11. Well, Then what makes it okay for you to come out and say, we're going to play eight and we still expect if our team is undefeated at the end and wins the Big 10, a la Ohio State, to get into the college football playoff? Well, if you're undefeated, who's going to beat you? Who you want to put on the schedule, Hunter? Who do I want to? Th- Van- just, you want to play Vanderbilt? Here, let me look and see what. Let me see who Ohio State has on their schedule. You, you if, they Vander- it, Vanderbilt if they have it, if they have it built out. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening, I am giving the Big Ten. It's not just Ohio State. I'm not just picking on them. It's the Big Ten as a whole. It's it's a, it's a crock of horse for you not to play, play a West ten to twelve game season. That's, no, that's one. That's Carolina. Tar no, yeah, Tar Heels are playing the uh, Western Carolina. Yeah, but that's one, that's one game at the end of the season. <laughs> that's just to make up against the game against Charlotte. And I'm not going to sit here and say Charlotte is a strong opponent, but they'd probably be stronger than what Western Carolina is going to be. So here, the, the the games on the regular season games for the Ohio State Buckeyes, and I'm arguing this as a Georgia fan too, in case 
Ohio State was the reason that it kept out a second SEC team from the conference college football playoff. They play Nebraska, not ranked. Penn State, okay, that's a ranked team. There's one. Rutgers, what the hell has Rutgers done in football ever? Maryland, eh. Indiana, eh. Illinois, eh. Michigan State, not the same in football. And then you end with Michigan. You have mollywopped Michigan maybe for the last 10 years. That's not a rivalry anymore. So you play two ranked teams, one in your second week, and one at the end of this at the end of the season in your Ohio State Michigan game. I get that big rivalry. The oldest rivalry, the oldest rivalry in the South in football, Auburn and Georgia just played, and Georgia absolutely handled them. Okay, who do we have this week? A ranked Tennessee. Then who do we have the next week? I'm pretty sure it's either a ranked Florida or a ranked Alabama. So already, just those three games alone are div- more difficult than over half of your schedule, Ohio State, in the Big Ten. Here's Play the, somebody. Here's the easy... Well, Hunter, what if Auburn loses the rest of their games? Then you didn't beat a top-ten team. Okay, that's up to Auburn. That's what I'm saying. You don't know that yet. Tennessee could easily go 3-7 and seven or whatever it is. Maybe. And they're not a ranked But team. who do you blame that on? Do you blame that on Tennessee, or do you blame that on the competition that they play? I blame it on the voters who put them in there, like North Carolina at number eight, when they beat Boston College by hey, four points. Listen. <laughs> You can't fault somebody for winning, and you can't, but you can fault somebody for losing. If they would have lost to Boston College, where now, would they, I thought where they, would they were, be ranked? Uh, what were they before? They were 12th. 12th, probably 23rd. Okay. I think they would have fallen back at least 11 to 12 spots. All right, so... Because that's how they do every other team, you're correct, than an SEC team. But that's because most of the time when an SEC team loses, it's to another ranked SEC team. The top of the SEC, everybody knows, is heavy. Where They're all strong. They can all whip up on anybody. The difference is this year they're almost all playing each other instead of just playing the one or two good teams on their side. Like, Georgia and Alabama don't ever play regular season games against each other. It's always either in the conference championship game and then maybe the playoffs if they this, get in together. This week's Tar Heels game could determine which team ends up third or fourth in the conference slash ranked in the top 15 by the se- end of the season. If and, I, and I don't think this is an easy matchup either. No. It's Virginia Tech. Well, no, it's not. And They're ranked. Vir- and Virginia, not, well, not only that, Virginia Tech just beat... In- uh, wait, who did they play this week? They beat NC State. This- no, State no. beat Pittsburgh. State beat Pittsburgh this week. Virginia Tech beat Duke yeah. this week, and they did it without 21 players. Duke's 0-4. Undefeated in the ACC right now is Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Notre Dame. Virginia Tech has struggled. They already did beat State. That was week yeah, one. They beat State. So they've beat State and Duke. So we're mm-hmm. this they're looking the, for a clean sweep of is, the Tobacco yeah, Road. This isn't the grand grandest football team ever. I would say no. Um, but to me, I would say both of these teams are should be ranked about twentieth or twenty. Well, I'll say this: if, if the them. voters watched that game, the North Carolina game. And they want to judge them on how they played that game. I would have been perfectly fine with North Carolina staying exactly where they were, twelve, because they did not look uh, like a great team. What, what? They did not look like a great team at all. If if the, I'm serious, if the referees don't hold that whistle right mm-hmm. there at the end on that onside kick that I'm pretty sure Boston College got, 
North Carolina might be fighting to try and keep Boston College from driving down the field and winning that game. So here's your game. They made the play there and the end zone to pick him off when they went for two. Great. But other than that, they looked they they looked so out of sync. They looked like a team definitely that hadn't had that did not play for fourteen to almost twenty one days. So you don't think they're ready for Georgia? Hell no. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be straight uh, up honest, but I don't know many teams in the SEC that are ready for Georgia. At, here's the target schedule at Florida State. Uh, they'll win. Uh, Florida State is a shell of itself since Jimbo Home left. Home against the Wolfpack. They'll win at Virginia. Oof, that'll be a tough one. At Duke. They'll win. Home against Wake Forest. Should win. <laughs> and murders row of football here. <laughs> yes. Well, the, la- the back-to-back games. Then they get Notre games, Dame at home. That's going to be a tough one. We'll probably lose that. That stadium probably half and half. Yeah, I think it would. Um, anyway, That's, that's going to depend on what the governors do. It's well, I mean, after the election, so. but not Well, that too, but also, as of right now, I mean, they said... Outdoor venues can have 7% capacity. So there might be some people in the stands regardless. Well, that's what I'm saying. If the Democratic governor gets a Democratic president on Election Day... He's not changing anything. Something's going to... You know, will we have less fans and no fans? True. Or if we get a Republican governor and a Republican president on Election Day, the stadium may be filled to its capacity. It'll be rocking, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like... We well, need, did did you well, see the any? The football attendance is going to be based on who we vote for. That's crazy. In November, did you see the? Did you see the? Um, any pictures or any videos of the fans at the Georgia game? Yes. You would have never thought that nobody could go. You'd have just thought Georgia was a bad team. They weren't concerned. They weren't concerned. No. They had actually a decent amount of fans there. Where I where I was thinking, you know what? I think the fans are actually playing a part. In affecting Auburn, Auburn's play right now. I've, I've they were a, loud enough. I've watched a couple NFL games to where, where I where I was thinking about them There's not kind of having a, any fan noise. Uh-huh. How it has to affect, like playing in the Superdome with no fan noise. That's probably so weird. Playing in, at but the, they did say that. I thought they did say at least NFL level you can pipe in noise. They're doing something. Um, the Seahawks. No twelfth man. That completely changes that. Mm. Um, the same thing with. You know, <laughs> you go to L.A., and, and it may be empty now, but if you were playing them regular, you'd probably have half your fans there. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to be there. <laughs> so, like, like, some of these teams are, are, are definitely missing a home field advantage, uh, and, and we'll see about that. So, North Carolina ends the season with Western Carolina. Why did they even put that on the schedule? They should have just ended the season. It was Miami. Well, on. I think it was because the ACC, like, they have to play 11 games for it to be fair. Like uh, uh, win losses wise, so they probably just had to make up for it. I but that I, don't affect that don't affect the conference standings. No, it at all. doesn't. No, so that, that, but it would a, affect their overall rate record. To me, though, it's weird. I don't quite understand why they couldn't just come to an agreement with Charlotte to just move the game to the end of the season. Yeah, Say, a lot of people were asking that. Look, too. we're still going to play you, but we you know we're just going to have to move it to the end of the season. I don't know. That's weird because if the NFL can do it. With Kansas City and New England, where they were like, "Look, we just got to get all these tests done, but we're still trying to get it done this week, where you can play or take the Tennessee and and Pittsburgh game together." They postpone it completely from this week, but they're moving it to a different week. So that's right. why I'm like, "Well, you know, why couldn't you just? Why can't you do that at the college level? Why do you have to cancel it completely? Why can't you just move it?" 
She has some pretty decent matchups this this weekend. Looking at the mm-hmm. schedule, huh? Oh yes. See, see, and that's one thing about you know college football. If you if you've got teams that aren't ranked and people don't ever think about this, Hunter. If let's say nineteen, let's say no, let me find a, a lower one to get an idea. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at let's say all right here Iowa State versus Texas Tech. Iowa State's twenty fourth. Let's just for example say Texas Tech is ranked thirty second. Mm-hmm. So that's basically like saying you're going to watch the Bengals and Jets this weekend. Yeah. And we're talking about how big of a game it is because it's a top 25 game. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, not really. Um, so, it's, so looking over here at, say, Virginia Tech versus North Carolina. Let me pull up my, well, well, my power rankings from for the For college, other day. the implication of winning every game and it being a must is what makes every, like, even a top 25 matchup a big game. Because no matter, because the loser of that more than likely is going to drop out or possibly even <laughs> drop back, of course, but drop out. Of the top 25. And that's just one of those things but, where, you know, people complain about it all the time. How it seems like every year for the past few years, the NFC least seems to get somebody in that's 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Well, at the college level, there there will not be anybody coming close that's, you know, 6-6. Six and six. You, ha- you have to win. No, you don't have to win anything. College, SEC, coming second every year, get in. You can win the Sun Belt every year and never get in. Uh, come, well, come in second or third in the SEC. Don't Alabama not even make the conference championship game and get in? No. Did that happen one time? Mm-mm. Yeah, it did. Mm-mm. It did not. Are you sure they didn't get in one of those times? They didn't I am sure. Game? I thought they came in third one time when Georgia had had come in second and won, and they snuck Alabama in the back end of that. Mm-mm. I'll have to look at that. I think you're wrong. Either way, Hunter, 19 versus 8. That's Virginia Tech, North Carolina this year. We'd be watching the Bears and Redskins. Ooh, good game. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, good game. (laughs) Mitchell Trubisky, there's your Tar Heel quarterback versus Ohio State's Dwayne uh, Haskins. Back on him Bacon for a second. Dwayne Bacon. (laughs) He's basketball, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's another good game this weekend, though. This would be one that would be pretty comp to be in a good game in your NFL stuff. Miami and Clemson play. That's the best game of the weekend. Miami and Clemson play. According to rankings, that's the best game. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how good Miami is. Is everybody just... Hunter, should we... Here's my proposal. But this this will never happen in college because college is the ultimate let's make everybody feel good by giving them bowl games for the 44th place team. Money. My thing is, should we rank anybody outside the top ten? Well, at the end of the day, just the top ten. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like anybody outside the top ten, right? You really don't have a shot because of making the bowl your games conference just pick whoever they want mm-hmm. after that. Well, not whoever they want. They're it's tied just by based conference. by placement and right. your conference. Yeah. So Usually, why, the Rose Bowl. Why should we even bother mm-hmm. ranking other than to have the conversation to make to make North Carolina Virginia Tech sound more important than it is? Mm-hmm. Like if there weren't any rankings, would people be going like, "Man, that North Carolina"? Like if there was no rankings. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the season, we then then they voted. Like there's no rankings the whole year. And at the end of the season, we voted. I have no. Listen, would, would anybody be like, I, "Man, this Carolina Virginia Tech game is gonna be awesome"? I have no problem with that because if you think about it, at college is the only one that does it as a top twenty-five type thing. It's like everybody in the league, though, and all in the pro sports. I know. <laughs> it's like, that's not, but that think about it though, there are like two hundred to two hundred different colleges. Right. You know that could be classified as Division One. But I'm just saying. 
college is the only one that does a top 25, even at the professional level, when they do like their power rankings, they usually only do your top 10. They usually only, they usually only stick with your top 10 and think about when you make the playoffs, technically in, you know, in basketball for the NBA, you taking the top eight from each side. So you're taking 16. That's Mm -hmm. not 25. Baseball definitely isn't taking 25. They just now this year decided to take over half the league. So that's why you had somebody come in with a losing with a losing record. Um, I found us a game to watch. And then another thing the, for the NFL, the, until they made the playoff change this year, very rarely did they have anybody outside of the top 15, you know, in a power rankings make it, except for an NFC least team because we're just shit. I've got a game for us to watch, Hunter. To monitor a talk game about. to us for us to monitor this is an extremely important game is it because of their mascots sorta okay but no but sorta i wasn't waiting ready for that question i think that might be by top 25 yeah yeah can i see everybody crap show them all show them all I show them all. i gotta remember who i think that one's independent let me see is it byu you said wow. independent, and that was the first one I could think of. Who's and maybe it's something. Let's try this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna click on all of them for a. Who's yeah. one of the teams? Damn it! I can Shut tell. up, Hunter. Who is one of the teams? Is it Army? Let's go with yes. It is Army. Army is independent. I just click on independent. I'm pretty sure they're independent. I just I, I found a button to click on all of them. I think one A. So Army this week plays in an important game, Hunter. The uh, what is the over under? You ready? I want to, uh, this. This is the best <laughs> bet of the week. As soon as I find it, there's the Navy and the Air Force. That's not who I'm looking for. Well, Shadooki. What do you mean, Kevin? It is not that hard. I'm on the wrong week. Oh, yeah, you're on the wrong week, aren't you? <laughs> you saw Army enabling Christian, didn't no. you? No. Oh. It's, it's the Army game, and I'm going to find it here in just a second. They play the Citadel. Hey. And damn it. The whole point of me doing this. You wanted to see what the over-under was, and there is no yes! or, the, or the spread. I wanted to know the over-under, so my question would be, Hunter, What's the? are you taking the over-under on number of push-ups? At the game. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm guessing both of them does push-ups on scores. Guess. But there, is no, maybe. but there is no over-under when I get to it. <laughs> Can you not bet on the Army? <laughs> is that, what, is that, is that against the law? <laughs> I think the Army's going to win this week, boys. Put 50 down. But, I mean, surely to God, Hunter, between Army and Navy, we could come up with a better competition. I mean, the Army and the Citadel than an actual football game. Like Ninja Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Something has to be better than these two teams playing football. How about how about Love Island? The Bachelor or something. I'm just coming up with something. God. Anything. The the Ninja Ninja Warrior between the Army and and Citadel would be awesome. Florida, Texas (laughs) A and M is going to be a good game. Virginia Tech, North Carolina will be a good game. The one underneath them, I think, is going to be a keep-your-eye-on game. Texas and Oklahoma. I 
I threw my fists up in the air and said, damn it, I should have taken TCU when I looked at Terry and said, but TCU beat Texas last year. And I didn't do it, and TCU beat Texas. So I was kicking myself on not taking that pick. But Texas's defense is all too shit. For God's <laughs> sakes, they let TCU score 30-plus on them, and they let the, five, the week prior Texas Tech score 50 on them, Texas scored 63 to beat them. So there was, there was no such thing as defense in that game. But Texas and Oklahoma, this is the first time in a damn long time Oklahoma has not been ranked in the top 25 while underneath Lincoln Riley. And it's also the first time, I think, since Lincoln Riley took over for Bob Stoops that Oklahoma has lost back-to-back games. So, to me, this is a... Must win for not only Texas, but Oklahoma. The reason why I say this is a must win for Texas is, is Herman, who's the head coach for Texas, is seven? No, no, no. I think they said, never mind. I think they said in the past nine meetings against TCU, they are seven and two. So TCU has just had their damn number. <laughs> Little brother in your own state, a state that's supposed to be dominated by the University of Texas, is getting beat. By all the other teams in Texas. So to me, Herman's on the hot seat, and Lincoln Riley is not on the hot seat, but this is just to see whether or not Oklahoma will be able to compete for the Big 12. All right, Saturday, folks, we will talk. Uh, we will have picks for all the games Saturday. Yeah, with Terry, pick-ums, Terry, pick-ums, Terry pick-ums. And Tom. I'm not a college football aficionado as they are, uh, even though they will miss half their picks. They won't miss half the picks. You'll miss a few big ones. Gotta go out on a limb. Somebody's gotta go out on a limb. I should have. I, I would have had the TCU Texas pick. I can pick chalk myself if I want to. But uh did wanna go through that. Wanna check some notes here and there. There'll be some decent games this week. I, I, I like to see top twenty five matchups because they're a little bit more they're supposed to be competitive. Uh, unless you just catch one of those top three teams, then it's not really competitive. Whoever Alabama seems to play, Georgia or Clemson, uh, they just absolutely steamroll. So, uh, But keep your eye on Florida. As much as I don't want to say it, uh, keep your eye on Florida. That quarterback, I think they said, for through his first two games, had thrown ten touchdowns. So uh, I can't remember what he did last week. Um, or no, that was it. Yeah, his first two games. So, oh. Hunter, uh, how many times does something have to happen before it's not a coincidence anymore? I guess it just depends on right. what it is. Right. All right. So, just just you know, interesting news and notes about my theory in the NBA game two. See this? What? LeBron scored. I saw the that. Lakers' eighty-first point in game two with eight twenty-four remaining. And the Kobe Bryant jerseys. And the Kobe Bryant mama jerseys. Not saying it's fixed. <laughs> Just saying it's weird. <laughs> it's not fixed. I'm just saying it's weird, Hunter. Not saying, yes, yes, not, it not is weird. I saw I saw that and I I'm with you. I was like, how convenient. How convenient. But <laughs> I'm not sitting there saying this is that was damn fixed. That was fixed. <laughs> Here, here's a headline that I knew you'd like. Lightning claimed the first Stanley Cup title since 2004. <laughs> Damn. The first time. The first time that they've ever done that, really? Oh, wait, no. They did it back in 2004. Yeah. So it's not their first time. No. Oh, okay. First time since. Then. Okay. 
So <laughs> wait, is that. it does that mean so this much. is their second time, or did they do it before two thousand four? Exactly, but I don't know. All I know is this is the first time, right, <laughs> since two thousand and four. <laughs> God, I they might have won the Stanley Cup seven times. I can't stand the news. Who knows? News media and their their play on words, play on how words. they do things. Uh, they ha- it has to be gripping Kevin it has to grab somebody by the balls and just say yes come read me so I can make money off of your clicks <laughs> that's a funny picture I'll show you after the show um <laughs> it'll get somebody antsy um, <laughs> there was one and I couldn't find it but I did mean to text you this weekend that it said something like a team had or had done something five times since something and I was like thank you Thank well, God. And I wanted to send that Thank to God you. they've done it five I times. I was busy since. doing something else. I'm like, I'll get back to this later when I <laughs> and send it to Hunter. But, uh, yeah, it, it, they actually did something. What we're talking about is when people or when new sports writers are the worst or sports casters. They'll say, like, for, the, for, for an example. Right. They'll say the Yankees won a World Series for the first time since 2006 or oh, whatever year it was. That reminds me. Holy have, shit, they've won 27 of them. Right. I have to tell the you. The first time since. That drives me crazy. So, for those of you that might not. Something minor. You might be new to Shock Jocks or new to KTC Broadcasting. We do, obviously. We cover high school athletics as well in the area when they're when they're playing, obviously. They're not playing right now. But we do, have, we do color commentary on the radio. And I thought this was freaking hilarious i had to tweet it so i was watching i don't know if you saw my tweet about it i was watching the uh i was watching the north carolina boston college game yeah and so i can't i can't remember the guy's name i think it was greg mcelroy so mm-hmm. he used to be the quarterback for alabama back in, in 2009 mm-hmm. and won the championship i think he was doing the color like the not the color but he was just the yeah. guy on the side he said there was a play where they had a, del- a late blitz and they sent three, mm-hmm. and it was it was North Carolina's defense that did that. No, no, it was Boston College. Regardless, this is what he said. <laughs> that play is called "Hey Diddle Diddle Three Up the Middle." <laughs> I said, "What the hell did he just say on national television?" As if that's an actual play. He said they call that one "Hey Diddle Diddle Three Up the Middle." I'm thinking. Excuse me. Talking about the defense. Yes, talking about the defense. That play, the defense ran. I was hey diddle diddle three up the middle. I would bet a lot of money. That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, under no circumstances is a defense hunter. Hey diddle diddle. Yeah, that, those words aren't coming out of anyone's mouth on any defense you've ever. You been just on. got the mic. It, you if, got the mic back there. Diddle diddle. If you're diddle, sta- diddle. if you're standing on a defense and someone makes the call, hey diddle diddle, just leave, just quit. Because y'all aren't stopping, you're not beating anyone. But that's not the play call. What a, what a fool. <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> that play is called, hey, diddle, diddle, three up the middle. Because they did. They sent three up the middle, and they got there. But, <laughs> ooh, I don't believe the diddle, diddle comes comes before that. I will say this. Uh, that's so funny. But you ever see that sometimes? Or you ever listen to some of those games that get called, and you're just listening to what the commentator says, <laughs> and you're like, what the hell did you? That, well, excuse me? I feel well. See, that's one one reason I'm I, I try not to care slash get mad at the announcers. But well, we for, do for, it for, for anything, yeah. Because we do it because you know you you've been in baseball games. Or, yeah, or a, you got to fill forty one to twelve football. Game. You got to fill it. You somehow. Talk about something. Something. Say something entertaining. Keep that. You got to keep the listeners, keep the viewers tuned in, and do something. <laughs> Tom, yeah. how's the wife? Right. Yeah, there you go. 
You never, you never know. I bet you didn't know his mother. That pitcher's mother's name is Sally, and she makes the best apple pie in the area. Some, some bullshit like that. As long as we didn't talk cherry pie, I'm good. <laughs> but I don't know what kind of what you're making over here with Sally. <laughs> She's selling her seashells by the seashore, and Hunter's making cherry pie with it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, man. Let's go over some news and notes across the sports world after the weekend. News um, and notes. So, Talladega this weekend. Uh, we'll get more of it on Wednesday. Denny Hamlin wins. Uh, beats De Benedetto by about... Let me get myself on the screen. That far. And uh, <laughs> at, at Talladega. And uh, De Benedetto is clearly upset. Uh, he doesn't have a ride next year yet. And so, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, Giants say Jalen Ramsey threw the first punch in their fight. If you check that out, uh, umpire geez, suing Major League Baseball. You anything about that? Assigned to the Padres no Dodgers game. Chubb is hurt, Hunter. Yes, MCL did see that. to miss Oof. several weeks, mm. and we're going to talk more about that on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, I clicked on this umpire story. Angel Hernandez, umpire who is suing the MLB, assigned to the Los Angeles Dodgers San Diego Padres series. Now, I think they only made this a story because he is suing Major League Baseball. I don't think it's like a big deal that mm-hmm. he's the one who's going to umpire the Dodgers-Padres game. But now I want to know why he's suing Major League Baseball. Oh, alleging racial discrimination. Mm. Ah, he will umpire the National League division between the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, Cuba-born Hernandez sued in July 2017, claiming he hadn't been assigned to the World Series. Is that Angel Hernandez? You said Hernandez, didn't you? Yeah, Angel Hernandez. People think he's an awful umpire. That's probably why he was not (laughs) scheduled for for the World Series. Claiming he hadn't been assigned to the World Series since 2005 and hadn't been promoted to a lead on a crew... And then it was because it was racial. 2005? 2005, yes. Because it's racial. Yes. He hadn't hadn't been assigned to the World Series since 2005 and hadn't been promoted to lead a crew. So all baseball has to do is prove that a minority in the last 15 years has been promoted to lead a crew or been in the World Series. That's all they have to do. That's all they would have to do. That's all they would have to do to provide that. Hey, guys, last year we had... Minority, and then they can literally just say, I want this on the docket here in the courtroom. Uh, Angel Hernandez, it is because we do not think you are a good umpire. I'm just gonna say this about Angel Hernandez I don't know the exact things, maybe it comes true, and that's the reason. And I don't even follow follow it that much to know, but I do know that every time he umpires a game, if you get on Twitter, his name starts trending on Twitter. (laughs) Like, there's three to six, five other umpires on a major league baseball field, depending Mm -hmm. when it is. And his name trends all the time. And it's never Hunter. Well, by damn, Hunter, this umpire's making some good calls tonight. Put him up there. He's make a statue. He of sued him. in July of 2017. Homie, it's 2020. All right. Yeah. What was the decision? Uh, obviously, I guess they haven't made, made one. This is kind of Hernandez weird. was made an interim crew chief this season after a dozen umps opted out because of the coronavirus pandemic. During a Boston-New York American League Division Series game in 2018, Hernandez had three calls at first base reversed after replay reviews. Hmm. So maybe you're just not that great at your job. (laughs) 
I, and I might just be really crapping on the guy right now, but I will say this. This ESPN, I'm pointing at you, ESPN, and your writers, this is not worth being on the headline or on the front page of ESPN as a story. Do you want to know why it is on the front page and the headline of ESPN for a story? Hmm. Ah, because he alleged racial discrimination. Some people will say, Hunter, how could you say that? Well, well, why do you really think we care or sports people really care that Angel Hernandez was the one that was assigned to the Dodgers Padres series? No, I, I'm like sorry. I said, the only people that would care. Would the only be the only people that would care are the people that are playing. <laughs> yes, the only people that care are the Dodgers and Padres players, or maybe the fan base that pay attention to umpires. The, the, I, I'm sorry, the, Tom and the, Terry. The pitchers. Would be Nobody concerned. like I. I never went into a game playing any sport saying who's my referee, who who's the who's the side judge, who's the guy in the center. Now, now, Hunter, I will say this. And this now is, it'll be different in baseball because of the guy who's behind the plate right. and his strike zone. So that's so Major League Baseball, the way they do the K zone, it shouldn't matter anymore. That's what yeah, it should we've talked but about it does. That. Uh but lower levels, some umpires it, it it is they had some do have their own zone. Now I I don't know if anybody if, if the folks have adjusted in the last five years, but 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 before that, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I guess I just don't understand why this is a lead story right. in baseball or in sports. Must, in sports. It's, it's because, but even then, it's because you said he's suing them. He sued in 2017. It's been three years, almost four years. 2021 was a lot closer than 2017 is. I don't get this. I just don't, I just don't understand why ESPN is pushing this narrative? Like, why couldn't you have just said something about the Dodgers and Padres series? Like, the, looking at the matchups and the players, not headline story: umpire suing baseball assigned to Padres and Dodgers series. You're trying to make it more important than it needs to be. Yeah, you don't think? The t- I bet TV cameras will. Uh, yeah, the TV cameras are going to be on him all night, aren't they? Not all. The other stars on the field, like Tatis and Bellinger, and, and all the he's other one players. of the few guys that's kept his own, either his own strike zone or he doesn't care what K zone says. Which, and you know what I mean, and that's fine because, like what you said, if since K zone is the thing is a thing, then what is the point of having your own strike zone? But if he wants to have his own strike zone. He's the guy behind the plate. He's the one that makes the calls. No one should really be able to, to, to fight against that. I just, I don't know. ESPN, this is why I stopped enjoying your guys' content a long time ago. And if you didn't just show a game, I would never tune in and watch your sports, your watch your channel. Because little stuff like this, this is not a story. My God. What the hell is that? It's a fan of Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What is that? It's a race fan. <laughs> God dang uh, it, uh, man. Hashtag Rubbin's Racing. <laughs> God almighty. Who? <laughs> they call them fans for a reason. My God, they're freaking fanatics. What the hell is that? 
<laughs> Never have I ever just decided to go to a racetrack. Nothing but a thong. <laughs> a man's thong. Do you know that? <laughs> Actually, I don't know that. So I'm highly concerned for this man. <laughs> Who just let him get in the infield like that? <laughs> his belt on. I'm going to pull up the shirt on his pants. His pants are around his ankle. You're going to pull up the shot? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> You've got small children watching. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please just turn away now. This is a. We uh, do not condone this, this type a, of activity this, at any sporting event. This is a thong issued warning. <laughs> and it's not a his, woman in his, a thong. It's Dega, baby. <laughs> his pants around his ankles, Hunter. He just didn't walk up in there like that. <laughs> he got up to the fence and dropped him. <laughs> oh, it's Rubbins Racing, baby. It's Dega. Woo! Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> I'm not leaving it up there too long. Hell you folks uh, that are watching on replay, you can rewind that. And check good that out. lord! You can, you can rewind, pause, and zoom. <laughs> We're gonna get struck with something. That's how you like and share, Hunter. <laughs> This is the content that you like and share for. Oh, God posted that, took God. a picture, enjoyed getting a little sun and watching. For the those of you that are listening in podcast land <laughs> and can't really see, I highly suggest about this time in your podcast, you find it in the replay. On the YouTube or Facebook. On the YouTube or the Facebook. And I promise you, you're going to see something you ain't really think you were going to see at a NASCAR race. Listen, NASCAR fans and thongs, Hunter. That could be an extremely good thing or an or extremely, extremely bad, bad thing. thing. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, take a, I'll tell a quick story. It's not thong-related, but it's close. Uh, at a I NASCAR. think I'm all right with the good old thong story. <laughs> at a NASCAR. That, that's what you... Do we need to bring up your background again from... Oh, uh, my background, yes, for when I was on COVID lockdown at Magic City. (laughs) So, so Hunter, um, you know, through the generations, Mm -hmm. uh, women have worn different types of scantily clad clothing Mm -hmm. through the years. Yes. Uh, I would say, you know, you know, Daisy Duke started off a sensation back in in the 80s with the Daisy Dukes. Mm Mm-hmm. And girls have, have worn different things over the years and, and, and to, to wear whatever. So we're at the race. And in, in your generation, Hunter, at some point decided that y'all's thing was going to be butt cleavage. Do you understand what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The booty's hanging out the bottom. Exactly, the yeah. So <laughs> me and Dad took Austin and Belle to a race. <laughs> oh, there, God. And there were some inebriated folks. No. In, in front of us, walking into the race. Okay? Yeah. And uh, there was two guys carrying... So, obviously, they didn't read the um, the cooler rules. So, if you, if you don't know, NASCAR, you can take a 12 by 12 cooler as long as it fits under your seat. Maybe mm. even 14 by 14. So, and you can put whatever you want in it. Nice. You can take all the liquor, all the beer. Nice. All the food. You can take whatever you want. Nice. Just don't take any weapons. But... Not Nice. But go ahead. But the guys in front of us apparently was told by someone somewhere that you could take a cooler in, Hunter. Mm. They had the biggest cooler that you could get. It wasn't like, hey, let's take each one of them had a one over their arms. Yeah. They had a full four foot wide cooler that they had to, each one of them had to get one end of it. And they thought that was going to go into the race. Okay. So they're walking in front of us. Right. A good 20 feet or so, just not paying attention. But the young ladies that were with them. We're also inebriated and wearing said such shorts. Ah. 
<clears throat> some guy stops him and says, Hey guys, y'all can't take that big ass cooler in there, you dumbasses. It was just somebody else walking. Right. <laughs> and they're like, What? I thought we'd take coolers. And they say, Try to explain to them. Well, they stopped, and you know, this is a crowd walking in. Uh huh. So the girl stopped behind them. We're kind of in, in, in the tunnel, kind of behind right. them, too. My son doesn't pay attention where he's walking. And he walks straight smack. I'm talking this close. From putting his nose in this girl's cheeks. <laughs> I reached out and grabbed his hoodie. Because he was looking off left. Right. I don't know what he was doing. He was just walking straight. And right. He just he just kept walking. I grabbed his hoodie and Hunter his face went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like he got oh, so God. close to the microphone. Let's see if I can get it. He went uh, almost almost ran right into her. <laughs> And Damn. I'm not. I'm gonna say she was not a skinny lady. Ah, there you go. <laughs> she was a. She was a um, an American. She, she she ate healthy. There you go. And yeah, go. he he about ran right and smack dab into her. She had those shorts on. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> oh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. So you can see some some funny things at the at the NASCAR uh, tracks. <laughs> uh, back when um I was in college, our group went, and uh, we had a bet. We had I'm telling you, before. you can see some funny things well, we in had be- sports games. We had bets the night before on something else, and the losers was going to the race the next day, had to wear, um, <laughs> they had to cut off a pair of their jean shorts as high as they could. So the mm. guys, so the oh, guys, so there's men's Daisy Dukes. So the men's were wearing Daisy Dukes with, with uh, cut-off shirts. Nowadays, and, guys and just cowboy, wear them like they're cute. And like, excuse me? Right. They like to show their thigh meat now. It's weird. <laughs> God, it's weird. Couldn't be me. So I, I have been to one with a group of fellas. I my my I won the bet, so I was not dressed this way. But I've Good. got pictures of the guys in their in yeah. their dukes at the at the game Good. and uh, at the yeah. race, I guess. But you know, hey, I fully recommend to anybody who's never been to a race. You know, some people when someone recommends something, you're like, well, I'm scared to to like this, or I'm scared to actually do it. Mm-hmm. If you go to an NBA game. You may see a couple plays or something that, that that's impressive. You know, you like the dancers, you like the music, you like the halftime entertainment, something. Same thing with the NFL football. Mm-hmm. If you go to a race, folks, you're gonna see. You some will things. be blown away by the speed of these cars. Oh yeah, you'll be blown away by the sound. You're gonna see some things you thought you never see too. And then you're gonna see some people. It's 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 a really good. It fun is people it watching is people watching experience. Watching experience. Like watching people. It is. It's funny when you can watch people not only around you. But when you have the binoculars and you can look down in the infield, mm. you might really see something you really didn't want to see down in the infield. I have been like on the, we just showed them. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was what was. Can it? you imagine somebody looking from the stands just seeing a man in a damn thong just leaned up against the fence like, "Hey there, partner, how are you doing today?" Like, good lord. <laughs> that was such a great picture. That was such a great. Like, who did he just get to like just? Be able to stand there and just perfectly take that picture, though. It has to be a bet. Has to, God, it had like, to be. It, it had I'm not going to gonna say there's nobody drunk enough in Alabama to, to, to strip on the <laughs> on the fence in a thong, a male, <laughs> in, a, in not shape. Like, he's not... He's not a swimmer. I'll put it that way, folks. He is not. For you folks listening, no, he's, he's not. A, he's doesn't he's have not a Michael, body. He's not Michael Phelps in a speedo. <laughs> and if that is a speedo, good God, he's hungry. <laughs> You hate that I said that, Hunter. You hate that I said that. Well, he didn't look hungry. You don't. 
you don't get it, dude. I know. His ass ate the thong, too. Yeah, there you go. That's what I meant. He's hungry. If it, Yeah, if it was a Speedo, he was hungry. Good Lord. Oh, God, Hunter. Uh, check your uh, news and notes, the tweets of the day. Uh, trying to find out. Uh, Tom Brady, the most all-time regular season wins at 222. Um, nothing new coming through uh, on Saturday's going to be fun talking ESPN. about the Browns and Cowboys game. That right? will be fun. I really Terry. wanted to get into it today, but I know we'll save that for we'll we'll mention it Wednesday. Yeah, we we'll, talk we'll, talk, we'll talk about it with with Tom and and Terry on Saturday. Do um, I got to stop asking those two for predictions? Because Terry said Cowboys by seventeen, and at one point they were getting beat forty-one to fourteen. Right. And I'll sit here and say, look, I thought I didn't think that y'all's secondary would play that great for Cleveland. That's why I chose <laughs> Dallas. And if you think about it, they didn't because Dak threw Dak threw for like four five hundred yards. So technically they didn't, but I just didn't think that Dallas would have played that bad on defense. Of course we'll talk about that more Hunter, on should, Wednesday. Should the Cowboys ever and from the start, Dak threw it fifty times. Zeke had thirteen carries. It shows when the Cowboys have won in past games, Zeke has over 15 touches. He had 13. They gave the ball in Dak's hands 50 times. And look, I have watched Dak throw the ball this year, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm and i going to take back some of the stuff I've said about him. He's throwing the ball actually very well this year. His receivers are open, and he's hitting them. I'm just saying, I think they're making him throw the ball more than he needs to. Uh, I just said he threw it 50 times. I know, I know, but they, I've seen I Joe Burrow won, throw it 63. Yeah, I think they win like 95% of their games when Zeke has more carries than he has throws. Like, it's not even close. Probably. And, and, and yes, you got down in that game, Hunter, but you still only get Zeke 12 catches. Or, 13 or touches, touches? 13 touches. Good he, Now, he had eight catches, so he touched the ball 20 times. Which is still there, but you'd, you'd rather him have it 25, 30 times than, on uh, the ground than, than Dak throwing it every time. Dak's the only quarterback in the NFL averaging 400 yards a game, Hunter. Only other NFL note. There's only two other ones averaging 300. Only other NFL note would be today uh, the Tennessee Titans did not have any more positive cases mm-hmm. in their little COVID fiasco that they're having in there. That uh, looking, Hunter, who's leading the NFL in rushing right now? Damn, teams still run the ball? Yeah, well, I don't... The second leading rusher just sprained his MCL. The second was Chubb. Yeah. First, is it Mike Davis of the Carolina Panthers? Uh-uh. That's a funny guess, though. It is funny because he he's ran for a lot of yards. Panthers 2-0 and without their $16 million a year running back. 0-2 when he's in the lineup. Hmm. Mm, yes, indubitably, yes. Mm. <laughs> we shall ponder that. All right, Hunter. Dalvin Cook leads the NFL with 424 yards. The most yards a game is Henry at 106.3. Cook is 106.0. So uh, Henry's obviously played one less game because of the, of the, of the corona. Um Let's see if they, where Davis in, is ended up right so far. In two games, he has ran for a ton of yards. McCaffrey's got 156, Davis 131. They both played two games, though. Davis averages, McCaffrey Hunter this year was averaging 3.8 yards a carry. They gave that boy a 99. Mm-hmm. Emmett Smith never got a 99. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this with Hunter. Look at my camera. They gave Christian McCaffrey a 99 <laughs> on a team that won what five games last year. Yes, five six. Emmett Smith went. They went zero and two without him in '93. Then he, then he came back, led the NFL in rushing. Won the Super Bowl, became the only running back in NFL history, lead, lead the league in rushing and won the Super Bowl and the MVP, all that in the same year. The only one that's ever done that, and he never got a 99. <laughs> and McCaffrey's averaging 3.8 yards a carry this year. Mike Davis, Hunter, if you're wondering, 4.4 yards a carry with two wins. They're 0-2 with McCaffrey, averaging 3.8 yards. I will say this. is the only thing I'll say okay. on it because we're talking football Wednesday, but I think the Panthers look really good. Kyler Murray's 11th in rushing. Yeah, he just runs, man. He, I think he had 70 yards against the Panthers. And they didn't come close to him. No. <coughs> At all. All right, uh, let's see. I'll have a coach pitch update on Wednesday. for our, We got game tomorrow. And then uh, once I leave, leave here, Hunter, I'm going to read this very interesting um, article about how to make the Angels a contender? <laughs> oh shit! Okay, <laughs> this is baseball. Like this is a this is a story on the front page. It's how to make the Angels a contender for Mike Trout. <laughs> they try so hard. Yeah, goddamn. They're, they're reaching. Hunter, man. I don't see any articles about how the Braves win the World Series. <laughs> they're still playing. <laughs> I know we're we're still playing. <laughs> they picked twenty nine out of thirty people picked the Reds to beat them. They ain't ready. And then we're doing articles about the Shit, man. <laughs> Let him hate. Keep the hate going. Uh, we thrive off of it. Let's go. Awesome. Keep it going. All right. Uh, any uh, other news and notes, Hunter? You, you, you ready to wrap it up? Or, I am or ready. I, I'm not, I, I think we hit everything that we decided to hit today. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday, we will do the exact same. I want to make sure there's nothing. The, you want to know what the what, what the difference is? Is the fact that we just didn't have a baseball game going on right now that we could comment on at the same <laughs> time. What took and it, so long. well, yeah, Wednesday we will. Wednesday we will. Have, be on at two o'clock. Yes, they will. Right when we start. Damn! Imagine that. Hey, <laughs> we won't be coming in in the seventh inning and them still not being done by the time we end. What if that game gets over? <laughs> they play like an hour and thirty five minute game. And we're done before our podcast is over. I'll be like, well. Hopefully the Braves won. Me and Hunter let me and Hunter watched that game, did the podcast, went home. I were, I had just gotten into Lincolnton. I was listening to it on KDCbroadcasting.com, where you guys can listen to any of our channels. I was listening to it and I finally got to Lincolnton, and then that's where they said Freddie Freeman knocks him around uh and they win. And I was like, damn. <laughs> it took you this long. We were able to do a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. I even stayed after for maybe fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then drove twenty minutes. Yeah, gosh, dude. All right, guys, uh, tune in Wednesday. Uh, we'll have it, it, Wednesdays are big NFL and NASCAR day uh, because we liked all the games get done on Mondays and Wednesdays. And I'll update the power rankings. I'll show them to them right here. Um, that was last week's this power was last rankings. Last week's Hunter, who's our candidates to get kicked off this week? I can't uh you mean oh 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 they are not in contention anymore. Your candidates are well, maybe tonight will be the Falcons. They play <laughs> if they tonight. If they go on hey. four. The Texans, 
0-4. They might be the ones. They might be the ones that are, in fact, kicked out. And the Dolphins, because the Dolphins did lose. I don't think it's hard, also, Hunter, to... You technically could if you really wanted to just do 26 through 28. <laughs> but even though the Bengals won... I was going to say, the Bengals, here's what's funny about the Bengals. <laughs> you could, I mean, I've, they're almost like the Lions. You could just throw them in the dumpster every, every year. year. But they've at least made two Super Bowls, so they're in Panthers land. So they, they they've they've been good enough they've sucked long enough to be good enough to make two right. Super Bowls, the Queen City Cats, uh, but they're one two and one Hunter. Mm. That would be first place in the NFC East. It is first place in the <laughs> NFC East right now. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. How about the Browns have as many wins as the NFC East? Freak off. The, this is the fun one to say. The Buffalo Bills, who have been owned by the NFC East in the history of that franchise. Lost three Super Bowls to the NFC East. Four, four Super Bowls to the NFC East. Four and oh. They lost four Super Bowls to the NFC East. And now they're four and oh. And they, they have more wins than the, the entire uh, NFC, NFC East combined. Combined. The whole division. Hunter, how about this? The In the AFC North, there's four losses total. And it's one for each team, isn't it? Bengals have two. Oh, I was to say, Bengals two because the Steelers haven't lost Jets, two. Texans. Giants, I'll have four losses, and the Falcons made tonight. And there's only four in the whole. The Falcons, I think they do lose tonight. They there's your pick. Four in the whole. There's your pick, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, do your picks for tonight. Go ahead. Uh, tonight, uh, Green Bay over Atlanta, and people they did move the Kansas City game and New England game tonight. Cam Newton will not play, so Kansas City by a million. <laughs> so Cam's not playing. No, he's not playing. Okay. He's COVID. So uh, by Wednesday, I, I, I'll get rid of one of these. One of these teams. I'll uh, work on my own, but it's a top ten. I've got to. I got to figure out how far I can move Philadelphia up. Because <laughs> they, because <laughs> they're in first. But they suck. I think what I'm gonna do, Hunter, is make the last four teams NFC East teams. Yeah, and then put the the, <laughs> the terrible teams right in front of them, and then yeah. go, and then go from there. I don't know. Shit, I don't blame you. So let's. I'd right. do it. Your Chiefs might be in first this week because the Steelers didn't get to play because of Corona. I even said Saturday last week that the Steelers you, beat the Titans. You're jumping them. Steelers Sorry. are going to one, and Can't here we do go. That. Can't the, do the, it. The Chiefs get to play a a, a Corona cam and the and the and the Patriots. Brian Hoyer. Jeez. All right, we'll see you guys Wednesday on the Shock Jock Sports Podcast. Kevin Hastings here with Hunter Yancey. Uh, Zach will be here Wednesday. He's back. Uh, he does have the week off. Um, so Zach May will be here Wednesday to help us do our uh, power power poll and NFL review and games for this week. So Hunter Yancey and Zach May, you see Friday. I mean Wednesday, golly. I'm just gonna keep talking. I am the incredible man. I only